Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. It's Andy Brownell with News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Must be Saturday because we're chatting with Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. How are you? I am great. Thanks. How about yourself? Good. Well, happy Father's Day weekend. <laughs> I hope you get weekend. spoiled rotten all weekend long. Yeah, yeah we'll see. I, I already, I, I more or less already had my Father's Day gift. My son, who only lives three doors away, has been working on his 280Z sports car. Oh, fun. In his garage. So we've been spending hours in his garage with me providing him guidance on... No, that's not going to work. Try this. <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah. I thought you were going to tell me. I thought you were going to tell me he's going to give you the sports car. I'm like, wow, that's quite a Father's Day gift. No. My dream is always. It's always ahead. been. Well, it's just always been one of those things that I enjoyed so much of my time in my youth learning from my dad and my grandfather about working on cars and to be able to pass that on to my son. Some of the things I learned from them, it's magical. Exactly. There is honestly no better gift. And I think the older we get, we get it. But there's no better gift than just time with the people you love. It's the best thing ever. I know I told you, but my dad turned 87 last Sunday. He was surrounded by family and friends. And he was just, oh, he was so happy. And and when I think about it, we sat and we talked about our childhood and our memories. And most of those memories actually take place at home. You know, we forget yeah. just how important home is. And whether that is a home that you're living in temporarily or you're going to live in for the rest of your life or you're renting, it's still home. And it is the place where most of your memories are made. So for these people who are afraid that, you know, everything they're hearing in the news, my gosh, I'm never going to have a home. I'm never going to get it. Everything's getting too expensive. I won't be able to afford it. I just want people to relax, take a deep breath, and trust me, it's going to be all right. <laughs> all right. Absolutely. So you've passed along that message a number of times over the past few months, and I'll share with you that my daughter, who lives in a different community, is finally getting into the marketplace, and I've been able to kind of share the same speech. (laughs) Yeah, the truth is, yeah, and it's okay because I tell people, you know, when they say, you know, Robin, I think we're just going to rent one more year because the rates are so high, and of course I say, when you're renting, you're essentially paying 100% interest rate, and they're kind of like, whoa, but yeah, the, the fact of the matter is, is that it does sound a whole lot worse when you hear this year, you know, three or this time three months ago, the interest rates were exactly half of where they are now. It's like, oh my gosh, if they keep doubling every three months, well, that isn't what's going to happen, you know. And then, yes, there was another interest rate hike um, for the prime on Thursday or Friday or whatever day it was. And so everybody thought now the rates are going to go up. I guess it must have been Thursday, but literally yeah. the, the mortgage rates dropped a little bit on Thursday. And I'm not talking about a ton, they dropped a little bit on Friday. Um, so it's not like every time you hear that the prime raise, that means that same thing is going to show up on a mortgage. No, I mean, clearly it has reflected it. I mean, they have gone up, but this is why it's really important to know that you don't have to use a 30 year fixed mortgage. Okay. Andy, are you familiar with assumable loans? 
I am vaguely familiar with them. Okay. I mean, it, so, it means if I were to sell the home, I could sign that mortgage off to another person. If, Is that correct? If, if it's an assumable product, okay? Right. And I will tell you that if you bought your house with an FHA mortgage or a VA mortgage, a majority of those are assumable. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. And so it's something that we would have to check with your servicer to see. So, you know, I'm telling my sellers, well, let's take a look and see if by any chance your mortgage is assumable. Now, if they've refinanced recently, they might have a very good rate. Now, depending on how long they've owned the home, because let's say they only owe, you know, I've talked about all this equity that people have in their homes, right? So let's say they only owe 100000 but now they're going to um, sell their house for 300 well that might not be too great because so what somebody can assume the mortgage at a hundred thousand but then where do they come up with the other 200 exactly. but it's yeah. but it's something that people don't want to overlook and it's something that unfortunately a lot of realtors aren't even aware because i think i've said this to you before but 80 percent of realtors have been in the business five years or less so the only real estate market they know is a booming one. And it's like, oh, there's more to selling a house than just plopping the sign in the yard, putting the information on MLS and boom, you're sold. And I'm not meaning that as a slam, you know, because I also started in real estate when the market was booming. I started in 2000 and it was very, very good in 2001 and 2002 and 2003 and 2004. Well, eventually it came along 2010 and 11 and 12. And so I got an eye opener and I learned that, hmm, the market's not always exactly the same. No, it will go through cycles. <laughs> we'll, it will go through cycles, yes. So another product that I think, I mean, that I'm definitely recommending to my buyers now is you can get a seven-year arm or a 10-year arm, and you know that means adjustable rate mortgage. Mm-hmm. And so if you're doing a seven-year arm, what if, what if I said to you over and over, how long do most people stay in their homes? Right. Three to five right? years. Yeah. Five to seven, maybe. But okay. okay. But really, by seventh year, most people are moving or have moved. So if you get a seven-year arm, well, when the rate, when that um, mortgage comes due, you can either say, oh, well, I'm selling now anyway, so I'll just let it you know, take its natural course, which means it'll adjust accordingly, right? Or I can um, sell it and be done with that one or refinance it. I think today, well, I guess I don't know today, but I spoke with a lender on Friday, and the conventional 30-year fixed at her institution was 5.75, but a seven-year arm was 4.5%. Okay. Question. Okay. Yeah. Get the seven-year arm. Does that lock in that rate for the seven years or can it increase incrementally during that seven years? It is, that's a very good question Um, because after I said at the end of seven years, you can just let it take its flow. So I believe that it, boy, I'm feeling stupid right now. Well, no, I, I, I think I think I it's. Think, I'll yeah. get the answer to that question, and we'll talk about that next Saturday. <laughs> but I think it can go up, but at just certain amounts. Right. Boy, there's probably a lender listening, going, "Robin, you know better than this." Well, there might be different products of arms as well. Right. Right. Because you could have the balloon arm, or I wonder if right. you can have the one that 
stays put, and then after that seven years, then it starts going up. Or and so that's when you would re, that's when you would refinance or not uh, but, because it could go right. down or it could go down. But this is the deal: there are expert lenders out there. How many times have I told you that's what I'm not? But I <laughs> I know enough to know that. There are other products that you can do workarounds. So we can always find a way where it is a little easier, you know, a little easier to get into the house, a little easier on your payment. And your point is well taken that if you're looking at buying this house and you don't plan on being there 10 years from now or... What does it matter? Yeah. yeah, You're going to have this loan and then you'll have a different loan for the next home. Listen, I used to use this product all the time when rates were even four and a half and five percent if i had a resident coming to town and they were only going to be here for four years and they knew they were only going to be here for four years i said well you know what you can save a percent if you do an adjustable rate mortgage and you're not so which leads me to believe it doesn't go up until the end of that time period yeah i think you're right too yeah yeah i think it's it is basically a 30-year loan but locked in at the rate for only that time period that's the only thing that makes sense yes it is and yes yes okay Thanks for catching me at a dumb moment and making me look like I don't know what I'm talking about. But, hey, I, I redeemed myself. Hey, it's <laughs> exactly. And it's been a heck of a week. It was a really busy week. And that's that's the message I want to get out is that the market is still really good. I mean, people are still really wanting to buy houses. We still have fewer homes on the market than we have buyers. What's happening that people are perceiving as house prices dropping is not really house prices dropping at all. But I'm guessing you're going to tell me it's time to take a break. So before I get into this whole thing, you cut me <laughs> off, I'm going to ask. Yes, it is time to take a break. You read my mind Okay. Perfectly. So okay. We'll do that, and we'll talk some more with Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results in a moment on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Meet your new coworkers. After Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. We're back with Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. And I cut you off. <laughs> or you cut yourself off. I, I cut say. myself off because I was just going to get into this big explanation about the difference between prices decelerating and depreciating. Okay? Okay. So clearly, when a home price appreciates, that means it's increasing, getting bigger. And when it depreciates, it's getting smaller, decreasing, right? But when it's decelerating, it just means it's still appreciating. Think about your foot on the gas pedal, okay? You're still going, you're just letting off a little bit, which simply means the prices aren't going up at the same erratic pace that they've been going up. And that's what I've been predicting, calling all along, saying there's no way this can keep up when it was like, okay, from 19 to 20, 19% up, from 20 to 21, 15% up. It just can't keep going at that rate or no one is going to be able to afford a house. And so by the feds raising the interest rates, things are starting to settle down a little bit. But I was giving my... exactly what they're supposed to do. Exactly. And I was giving my team an example. I was telling them that Let's say you had a buyer last summer 
and there was a house for th- listed at 300,000 that they really loved. Okay, well, first of all, everybody was listing everything a little on the high side. So that house might have been worth 290 listed for 300. But in the end, they had to pay 50,000 over to get it. Okay? Gotcha. So now they've paid 350 for a house that was listed at 300 but probably worth 290. So all right, they locked in at 2.75% interest rate and their payment was like $1788 a month if they had 5% down. So now you buy that same house, pretend it's not on the market last year but this year instead. And this year they're going to say, okay, it's really worth 300 now because it has appreciated since last year, just not by leaps and bounds, right? So we'll list it at 300 because that's what it's worth. And we'll sell it at 300 because that's what it's worth. And people are paying what it's worth because now they're paying more for interest. So now they have the same amount down. They do the same loan product, you know, 30-year fixed rate mortgage with 5% down. And now the rate has doubled. And now their payment is going to go up by about 250 bucks a month. Now, it's not great. It's not fun that it's gone up by 250 bucks a month, but it's 250 bucks. It's not I mean they're making people are making it sound like especially like the the naysayers and a lot of the headlines like, "Oh my god, it's just changed so much that people can't even afford to buy a house now." And I think a lot of the home buyers who haven't bought a home before are under the assumption that like now my payment's going to be thousands of dollars more a month like I can't do it anymore. So I think people just really need to check in with the reality. And now let's say instead they do a 7-year arm. So instead of the interest rates doubling, now we've guided them to do a 7-year arm and they can lock in at 4.5%. Well, now their payment is probably only about $150 more than it would have been last summer when the rates were half of where they're at now. And the other aspect of this, uh, during the market we have now, they probably will have the luxury to go get an inspection on the house and not inspection not only get an inspection but we are seeing laundry lists coming in like i want this fixed and that fixed and this fixed and that fixed i think it's like um people now have the confidence to say okay i'm paying you what your house is worth and i want to have an inspection and i want to make sure the things are taken care of so definitely those kind of shifts we are seeing but as far as values dropping nope as far as the market slowing down and nobody buying houses nope as far as things completely out of control so people can't afford them no we're just shifting and we have to do things a little differently we're shifting to normalcy is what we're shifting exactly the last two years were crazy nuts right Right. And th- those numbers should, you know, if you're going to do a statistical analysis, they're outliers. They should just be taken off the sheet right? because they don't match up with anything. They're just an anomaly. That and is that exactly sense, right. So in essence, though, also when you're talking about the person who had to bid $50,000 over what the actual value is, they had to finance that extra 50000 too, granted at a much lower interest rate. 
Exactly. Yeah. And that that's my whole point about, you know, now you're not having to pay over. But then again, people say, oh, these people, I, I know I've done this show with you last year. Oh, people are going to regret paying 50000 over. And I remember vividly saying, but are they? Because if they're locking in a lower interest rate, that $50,000 yeah. isn't necessarily going to cost them more per month than it is when the rates go up. So... My main focus, my main focus when I'm helping somebody buy a house is let's look at what your budget is. Let's look at what your monthly payment should be so that that's what we can focus on so that we'll find the right price house at whatever today's interest rate is and the best product we can find for you to get you into that monthly payment. Because at the end of the day, that's really what matters. The price that you paid for the house or the interest rate that you borrowed your money at are not really the determining factors in how your livability will be and your affordability will be. It's all in what's it going to cost you each month. So you actually, when you meet with your clients who are buyers, you actually, do you actually work out the budget with them? Oh my gosh, absolutely. Especially first time home buyers. I'm like, okay guys, how much are you, where are you living now? We're renting. How much are you paying for rent? $1,800. How does that fit your budget? Are you comfortable? Oh yeah, we're able to save a lot of money with that. We could probably spend a little more or, oh my God, we're maxed out. We can't spend any more than that. So, you know, we go according to that. And yep. a lot of times, actually most times, my first time home buyers especially are approved for more money than what we spend because of this lecture that I give them. And I say, just because you're approved for that doesn't mean that's what you want to spend, you know, because they don't think about, oh, geez, now I have to get new whatever, you know, a new roof on my house because it's time for a new roof or my furnace went out. I have to get a new furnace. And before you purchase your first home, Sure, you know that stuff, but you don't really you don't really know it. Just like when you get a car, yeah. you know there's going to be expenses, but then when it's time to get tires, you're like, ah, oh, man, you know, because yeah. it's you know it's coming, but it doesn't go down any easier. And the one that got me that caught me by surprise was the window treatments. I went, they cost that much? Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yep, and so I was kind of um, like, okay, I'm not going to put window treatments on my windows because I don't. Nobody can look in here anyway, and it's very <laughs> private. And my good friend Sherry, who you know is on our team, who has a window treatment business, said, "Stop it! You're going to ruin your hardwood floors. They're going to fade. You're going to fade your furniture. On hot, hot days, you're going to want to pull those down to keep your air conditioning bills down. On cold." cold days you're going to want to pull those down to keep your all right give me that window treatments but of course they are really an important part of the house they are so okay we do have to take another break already so we will do that and return and talk some more with robin gwaltney with gwaltney group remax results on news talk 1340 kroc am on 96.9 fm we'll be right back with robin gwaltney and andy brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. If you're nearing retirement, have you considered Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back, everyone. Andy Brownell with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Robin, um, you're talking, I, I called an anomaly, a crazy marketplace uh, 
You mentioned off the air that there's some additional figures available over the bright side of all of that crazy marketplace for those who were or are homeowners. Yes, because when I am researching articles, you know, to talk about on this show every week, I refuse to just buy into the ones with negative headlines. So I I read them, and I think last week I mentioned one that said mortgage applications are at the lowest rate they've been in six years. And then I read on to say this includes refinancing. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, say it all. So I found one that I thought was great in the National Association of Realtors magazine because, of course, they're going to feed us the positive because they want us to know it's not time to give up, right? So this article, the title is Homeowners See a 12-Month Equity Gain of $64,000. And this was written on the 10th of June. And it said that the rising home prices keep pushing up equity for homeownership and the average homeowner gained about 64000 in equity from the first quarter of 2021 through the first quarter of 2022. Wow. So, yeah. So, like I said, it's it's not just my Pollyanna attitude. <laughs> there really is. It still is a very good real estate market. Okay. And things are moving, right? I mean, that's what you're seeing. Things you are it, moving. Yes. And maybe, and maybe not it, as crazy quick as they were a year ago, but they're still moving at a rate that's historically very, very fast. Again. You know, if an agent has only been in the business a few years and everything they've put on the market since they've started has sold within the first weekend and now all of a sudden they're in week three and their listing hasn't sold, I just want to make sure that they're saying don't panic instead of they're the ones that are panicking and then the sellers are thinking, oh my God, we're going to have to, and we see it. Some of these people are, are dropping prices and I can only imagine they're being advised to do so and they're dropping prices, which is fine if they were overpriced to start with, because like I've said before, if you're using the price of your comp that sold for 50,000 over ask, that's probably not a real comp, right? But if they have it priced right, they should not have to reduce their price. Houses are still selling for what they're worth. They may not be selling for overvalue, but they're selling for what they're worth. So, okay, they're when still you do, gaining equity. When you do that uh, uh, evaluation of a home, are you looking... I'm, I'm just curious because the last two years have been so crazy that look for comps that are older comps and then add on a more reasonable appreciation rate to those comps? Yes, or even if you you know even if the house was priced right and a lot of this we can tell by well i mean not everybody can but if you have a lot of experience you can tell by who the agent is that priced it where the neighborhood is what other things have sold for in the uh. neighborhood so if it was priced right the listing price might be a better number to use than the price it sold for and that is yeah. not normal that is yeah. not normal <laughs> in other words it all depends yeah and there's a lot of factors that, that okay. factor in, but knowing the values helps a lot. Yeah. But that's where your experience in this really pays off. Yeah. All right, I'm going to shift gears. I'm going to talk about some of the houses that I have coming on the market because oh, I don't want to run out of time. Okay. So everybody loves Lanesboro in the summertime. Yes, they do. I have a really cool house that just came active for showings today. It was coming soon the last couple of days, so there are a few showings already scheduled. But what's really unique about this house, it's a three-bedroom, three-bath, you know, um, two-story. It's got 
1,700 square feet. It was built in 1918. It's got the charm of the 1918 house. But what's really unique about it is it has two cabins in the backyard that are rented out as Airbnbs. And they're quite the popular little uh, hangouts. So they are booked all summer long. So whoever buys this house can either continue on renting them out. Actually, if it's an investor, they could add the house to the repertoire and rent the house out too. Or if it's somebody who wants to move there or have a weekend place, then they could just have a little income to make the mortgage payment out of renting the cabins. So that's listed at 334.9. And um, I don't think that one's going to last long. Okay. Down in Lanesboro. Beautiful place. Down in Lanesboro. And then we have um, one out in Hayfield. The address out there is 24483 740th Street in Hayfield, and that is listed for 2849. And that's a three bedroom, one bath, two car garage. And it's also a, well, this one's an 1890 two story. And this one is um, in the country, and it's going to be coming available on i think maybe it's today or tomorrow it was a coming soon okay but um it is i want to say it's sitting on a little bit of land but i don't see that in front of me anyway it's a cool place in the country and um lots of charm and character so that is out in hayfield then i've got one in zombroda that just hit the market and that one is three nineteen nine, a little newer, but it was built in 1956. It's a one-and-a-half-story with four bedrooms, two baths, and a two-car garage. And that one has just under 2,300 square feet finished, uh, just under 2,800 total. So that one's right there in Goodhue. Or is that Zambroda? Zambroda, excuse me, Zambroda. You're on your way yeah. to Goodhue. I'm my way to Goodhue. I'm, <laughs> I'm taking you all over the countryside. My next one's you in Casson. We're going all over. So Casson, we've got one for two twenty nine, and this one is three beds, one bath, one car garage, one level living, and it's just as cute as cute can be. Nice big yard. Um, Oh, it's decorated so darn cute. It's not a huge house. It's only 1,040 square feet, but it's also not a huge price tag at 229000 Oh, there you go. In Casson. Yeah, in Casson. All right, now I have one in Wabasha. And this one is 195000 and it is located at 117 3rd Street East, and it's a two-bed three bath one car garage so um that must be somebody else's on the teams oh no 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 i know what that one is that one is actually owned by the catholic church they bought it to use it as the um rectory and then they decided to stay in the one that they have so they're selling it again yeah so I, i do think we have somebody interested in that but it's still available and we've got one in lake city i had those Four that were all next to each other yes. on the water. And two are sold. A third one is in the process of being sold. But we still have the big, beautiful house that is four beds, three baths, three car garage. It is 4,600 square feet with a million dollar view. And it's priced at 870. So that one is available. 
Wow, sir. So now be... you can be in. I pretty much have one in every town in southeast you Minnesota <laughs> for you. Okay, and then I've got a couple in Rochester too. Do I have time? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, eleven oh five Fourteenth Avenue Northeast Rochester is listed at two fifty nine nine. Four beds, two baths, one car garage. I love all these nice affordable price ranges. Another one at Seven Eleven First Street Northwest. That one's two fourteen nine. Actually, to be honest with you, I think I have that one sold. Okay. <laughs> uh, I accept. I sent an offer off to be signed. I haven't gotten it back yet, but um, I do have a big house up at sixteen sixteen Redwood Lane Southwest. And that one is five beds, five baths, three car garage, and eight nineteen nine with fifty two hundred and fifty four square feet finished. Wow. Yep. And then a bathroom that's for it. every bedroom. Wow. So there you go. Any little town you want to live in in southeast Minnesota, we've got something, or we've got some in Rochester as well. And that's nice, right? There's more Ooh. listings, more options. People don't have to make those crazy rush decisions because some houses are still taking three weeks to sell, so you got time to get to them. There you go. So you better give Robin a call if you're interested in these homes, or if you have a home to sell, what number should they call, Robin? My cell phone is always the best option, and that is 507-259-4926. Excellent. And we'll, we'll, we'll do this again next week. Thanks so much, Robin. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results on Newstock 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Talk 13.